You're listening to Bible Prophecy Daily, a weekday podcast where Bible prophecy matters and matters greatly. Welcome to another episode of Bible Prophecy Daily. I'm your host this go-around, Jake McCandless. I write and speak through a ministry called Stand Firm, where we help believers navigate such a time as this. And this episode, we're going to get Christmassy. We're going back to the first advent, when the Messiah, when Jesus came the first time. And we're going to learn some lessons to help us prepare for when he returns. What's beautiful about our generation on this side of the first advent is we have a case study on what it means to be ready. Yes, we can look back and take some lessons. We can learn. And one of the lessons I believe that we can gain from that first advent is that we can miss it. Now, no one's missing the return of Christ. Every eye shall see, right? No one's missing that. But there is the chance of missing being part of that faithful remnant, to be in the mix, to be on the inside as the Lord returns. And I know you wouldn't be listening to this program if that wasn't your heart. To be found faithful when he returns. And when we look back at that first advent, many missed it. Most everyone missed it. If we take the whole time Jesus was here on earth, by the time he ascends, there's no more, at the max, 500 that believed. We do see 120 gathered. We see in scripture that Jesus appeared to 500. So somewhere between 100 and 500 is the full possibility of those who were ready when Jesus came the first time. And that's talking about his whole ministry. We're not even talking about when he was born. When you look back, most missed it. And when we talk about missing it, we're talking about his people. We're talking about religious people who had the word who should have been ready. Now, we're not even getting into the pagan aspect of the world, the Gentiles, who didn't have it anywhere on their radar. One thing when we look back at the first advent that we see is there was a climate that was ready for the Messiah to come. You can quickly look through intertestamental writing, and you see they were looking for the kingdom to come, for the Messiah. It was on the radar. One, the Lord, for the most part, had seemed to be silent for 400 years. But also, there was the prophecy of the 70 weeks in Daniel where someone could be tracking and saying, hey, you know what? We're ballpark in that time. And I I don't know what paved the way for people to feel like, hey, it's coming. It could come at any time. But that seems to be the sentiment. Yet, most everyone missed it. There was just a few who didn't. Looking back at that time, The Apostle John gives an indictment. John chapter 1, verse 11. He says, He, Jesus, came to his own, and those who were his own did not receive him. So for the most part, the majority, the people who should have been ready, the religious, the ones who had the invite, who had the word, who had the warning, they didn't receive him. And this is a continual theme that we see. Also in the Gospel of John, he writes about Jesus' own brothers. John 7, verse 5, he says, for not even his brothers were believing in him. Now, we know that changed, but here at the start, they weren't believing. His own earthly family, for the most part, was not believing. 
And then Jesus said himself, recorded in John 6, verse 36, we see. Jesus says, but I said to you that you have seen me, and yet you do not believe. The Apostle John and Jesus were really mild in compared to what Stephen said in Acts 7. He said, you men are stiff-necked and uncircumcised in the heart and ears, are always resisting the Holy Spirit. You are doing just as your fathers did. And then Paul says in Romans 10, however, they did not all heed the good news. And really, that was an understatement, right? But that's the indictment for the generation Jesus came into. They didn't believe. They didn't receive him. His own did not receive him. So when he returns, will he be received? Now, again, no one's missing it this time. It's not going to slip through the radar. There's not going to be a chance to just it pass and you didn't believe and that's, that's it. No, it will come where a time where every knee will bow. But how many are going to be ready when the events begin to unfold that point to this is the return? How many are going to be in the trenches ready to go when he comes? And I know that's your heart. So when we look back at this first advent, again, we look over his overall ministry in a max 500, believe, very few. And then we go to his birth, and you have very few in the mix. I see a faithful seven at that time, or at least seven groups, if you'll work with me on this. So we can miss it. And again, you're not going to miss it completely, but you can miss being ready. And I think as many of you believe, and I'm right there with you, we're tracking along the end of the age. Therefore, we could be talking about us, and we could talk about this time being now or very soon. So are we missing it? Or are we ready? Are we prepared? So those faithful seven. Who didn't miss it? Who didn't miss the birth part of the king coming? Well, we got to start with Mary and Joseph, right? Mary and Joseph didn't miss it. <laughs> they were right there on the inside. But I think it's interesting when we look at their lives. They weren't, you know, they didn't have a prophecy podcast. They weren't prophecy teachers. Now, again, we got to give that generation credit. They would have known prophecy. It would have been in the mix as they knew the word. But Mary and Joseph were living their faithful, simple lives. Now, it helped. The angel Gabriel comes to them, right? And tells them what's going on. But they have to receive it. They had to be ready to hear that message. And they had to be faithful to carry it out. They had to be found faithful to begin with. So even before they understand what's going on, they were already living a faithful life. So again, so how do we not miss it? How do, how do we be a part on the inside, part of the party as the end's happening? We need to be faithful, living faithful lives like Mary and Joseph. Okay, the next group, Zechariah and Elizabeth, right? John the Baptist's parents. Now, Zechariah was in vocational ministry. He's a priest. He's carrying out priestly duties. And it's there that the angel reveals that he would have a son. And of course, he doesn't quite believe in the moment. Now, they seem to be faithful people, but they weren't quite ready. Now, Elizabeth seems to be ready. Zechariah, not at first. Again, I think it's interesting if you contrast how Mary and Joseph received it just faithfully, humbly, 
receiving it. Zachariah's like, whoa, <laughs> I'm old, Lord. You know, obviously he didn't recognize the story of Abraham and Sarah, right? But they get on board. They get on board. Of course, give birth to John the Baptist. So we've got Mary and Joseph who are ready. We've got Elizabeth and Zechariah who get brought into the story. They get there pretty quickly, but they're not ready initially, maybe. They have John the Baptist who supernaturally somehow understands that Mary is carrying the Lord, where he leaps in the womb of Elizabeth, which is just amazing. I think John the Baptist is just so fascinating. I mean, yes, he is called to be this individual, but he still has to grow up like a normal person, you know? Zechariah and Elizabeth have this calling on their child, and they have to navigate raising him correctly. I think just fascinating. I mean, and we don't have enough information to really dive into what that looks like. But so as we talk about those who didn't miss it, Mary and Joseph, Elizabeth and Zechariah, John the Baptist, and then my two favorites, Anna and Simeon. Anna and Simeon are the only ones like the crowd who are absolutely ready. They are, I think they are the epitome of what we need to be. Now we may get to be brought into the story more like Mary and Joseph and Zachariah and Elizabeth and John the Baptist, but ultimately we all can be Annas and Simeons who are there awaiting, told to be in that temple area. Simeon, who is just waiting, knowing it's time. The Lord has revealed it's time, and he's just looking, and he's aware. And then Anna walking in the Lord with the Lord in such a way that she can resp- be told this is the time, and she responds, and she's ready. Incredible. So I think of those as the main seven. But we've got a couple other groups that were ready, right? The wise men, the kings of the Orient, which we understand these were the wise men and in Babylon area, the forerunner of this is we see in the book of Daniel, uh, is Daniel's and the three Hebrew amigos, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who are brought in to be a part of the cabinet, in a sense, of King Nebuchadnezzar. And these were the wise men. And so these magi that we see in the nativity story, in the opening of the New Testament, in the birth of Christ, the first advent, their continuation of this. I think it's really fascinating because we're seeing, in a sense, sec, you know, I think compared to day would almost be like secular prophecy people, secular conspiracy people, people who aren't necessarily walking in this faithful walk with the Lord, but at the same time recognize the word. I think the wise men, the magi, they were tracking, they were looking for this prophecy. We don't have all the details. We always go to, they were looking for the star and those things. Uh, But I I believe the prophecies of Daniel would have been very important to them. I think, again, the the prophecy of the 70 weeks, again, they they should have known the time frame, and they're looking for that, which is very incredible, I believe. And then the other group, we have the shepherds, right? The shepherds out tending their flock, just doing, doing their business, and the angels come. And they responded faithfully. They heard the narrative and they embraced it. So that's when Jesus came, when he was born. Now we do see throughout his life, we think of those the disciples and the others who didn't miss it, those first believers. But 
really want to look at those who were there at the start of the story. So as we look at that first advent, as we celebrate Christmas, again, in the next episode I'm doing this month, going to look at, when we talk about Christmas, it's a larger story than we typically present. And it's that larger story that many here are looking for. But so how do we need to be in being ready and prepared for the end of the age? Well, we need to be faithful like Mary and Joseph, humble to receive the word and instruction from the Lord. We need to respond a little better in Zechariah. Let's don't be surprised when crazy stuff happens. Let's be a little more Elizabeth. John the Baptist, let's live out the calling God has on us. I think especially Anna and Simeon, as we're in the word, recognizing the time, walking with the Lord in truth and in spirit and ready to be led to where he is going to reveal himself and wants us to be. We need to study the word and be watching for signs like we see with the Magi, with the wise men. We also need to faithfully respond to the narrative as the shepherds. But those are few, just a few people, a very small remnant, a very small remnant that was ready. I I think along those lines is what we can expect. Now, not that small, but we have to understand we're speaking about Jesus coming into his own, into those who had the word, who should have been ready and weren't. We need to realize we're that crowd today. We are the religious, the church, and it was many within, quote, the equivalent to the church today that missed it. Let's not miss it this next go around. Thanks for listening to Bible Prophecy Daily. We hope you learned something valuable today. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast so you never miss an episode. 